0: Hi there, I'm Tony Potts, host of the Real Estate Masters Virtual Summit. Have you always wanted to own and invest in real estate but didn't know where to start? Are you struggling to close your first deal? Or maybe you are a seasoned real estate agent trying to break the $100 million ceiling? Which stage of your real estate career are you in? Our experts will be the guide for you to master your journey and build off their success. 42 of the world's very best titans of real estate to guide you to prosperity. Now, whether you're a realtor, passive investor, multifamily syndicator, work with distressed properties, luxury property, commercial real estate, legal, financing, and more, If you're involved in real estate, we have exactly what you need to take your game to new heights.
1: Hi, everybody. This is Damien with the Real Estate Master Summit podcast. Once again, we have today Nicole Mickle. She has 20 years experience in the real estate business as a loan officer, and now she is doing real estate in Orlando where she's from and she has the best Instagram on the market right now she's just blowing it up with Instagram and you can learn a lot from her from her social media presence and how she navigates that so uh, let's start the episode here we go Hi everybody. Today we have Nicole Mickle on the podcast. Um she's been doing real estate for 20 years in the Orlando area. She has one of the best Instagrams I've ever seen in the in the real estate game. And uh Nicole, let me just tell you when I looked at your Instagram, I wanted to move to Orlando. Like it was Thank you like all the the,
2: that's the idea (laughs) (laughs) that's what i want to hear thank you so much
1: yeah like all the outdoor areas and like the lakes and the the green grass it looks nice like super bright and that's florida the florida sun yeah
2: we want to highlight that it's also you know people almost always think about walt disney so yeah. I wanted to bring in a different aspect of Orlando being a native from the city. Yeah. And as it's growing and evolving, I wanted to go ahead and show that aspect of it as well, because it piques the, you know, the potential customer's interest or the clients relo- relocating to the area. So my thought process is, is not so much about the sales component. It's more of getting them involved and interested in creating conversations around the post that then converts into a sale
1: nice nice so yeah i see that you answered like everyone that's commenting you're answering and yes so how big is that because some people don't even read their comments and stuff like that like
2: (laughs) biggest mistake ever yeah i think sometimes people get so caught up in each sale for me i'm organically looking to create a community of people that i want to thriving, you know, actually engage with, help. And then it's not so much about sales. A lot of people who are on my page are all over the world. And for them, it could be, hey, Nicole, do you know somebody that's in Tennessee or that's in, you know, Denver, Colorado that could help me similar to what you're doing? And as the Instagram has been in play, it's just evolving into something different. But I think by doing that I'm creating those conversations with people and authentically showing up and wanting to help, not just is this a sale and just throwing it away. I think that's where most people kind of lose folks online because they lose that social media, that social part of being in social media. For me, I'm not going to do that. I don't care if you have 20 followers or 200,000. If it's real, then I'm going to connect with you and that's just it.
1: Yeah, because that's a person behind that that DM or that that comment. That's like a real person. So you Correct. know and that's what people I, I think that's what I would want. Someone that's that's real, authentic, like you're selling a house, but you're not really just selling the house. You're selling yourself. You're, that's a like a life, uh yeah, life.
2: it's a lifestyle component to it. And they actually get a chance to understand how it is to work with me. Um, A lot of times, you know, my clients have about 24 to 48 hour window of time to fly in town. This is prior to like the recent, you know, market transition, which has been crazy. But the typical person that's going to come in um, online, we usually have a discovery called a super in-depth. And that process kind of takes me along a journey of what this person is looking for, not just about the house. If they just want to talk about the house and show me the house, I'll tell them I'm not the agent for you. So for me, I'm not trying to make everyone my client, but I want to help people who want to engage in a way that I'm able to serve them. It's more of an important factor for me.
1: Right. So so like even say someone's relocating to Orlando and then they, they buy a house from you and then it doesn't end there. Right. Are you, like, helping people to, like, get situated? and Yes. uh, Yeah?
2: Yes. It's the full, like, concierge service for them. So if they're looking to come in and the house closes, a lot of times the house will close either A, site unseen, or B, they will have to go ahead and close where they're located, get their families together, get the trucks together, get them moved down here. Most times... um, they will ask me to be a part of the process once the, the the things are delivered or I've intercepted cars before I've also gone ahead and met with the movers or the delivery person for cable you know a lot of them they really look at me as a support system to their businesses that they currently have and this is just an annex to it wow
1: that's cool that's that's the type of person I would buy from like
2: yeah so you can't like have tons of people within that ecosystem that you're like they just don't really care you I need to have people that truly connect to and by giving that level of energy online they get to know me as a person but after that discovery call we have multiple conversations that I make them kind of push them to explore different options that they didn't consider just because a friend of theirs may have come here or they've seen some ads online that maybe directed them into a certain community but there's so many communities that are being developed in a different way from a lifestyle component that most people are being attracted to than i've ever seen before
1: wow yeah i noticed that it's a lot like, like the communities there's there's lakes there's golf courses there's
2: bike trails. bike trails i mean community events i mean some people that are not from here may not have any family anywhere around them but this community concept allows them to interact with their neighbors that could be from across the world too but it it creates this this system it kind of makes you feel like back in the 60s 70s kind of concept when my parents talked about how neighborhoods were established although they're brand new communities they're taking old school concepts and merging them with really innovative ideas for right now with you know energy efficient homes or things like that which is you know what most people are looking for because they don't want to just move into a house and it's like their kids don't have anywhere to hang out the moms don't have a group that they can get together so they're not always with their children they can find great babysitters within this system because these kids you know they're, they're here by themselves too so it's one like people really leaning on each other like you can go next door in some of the communities I sell in and they're like Nicole guess what happened I just met my best friend I can't believe that you know we're so cool we went to the movies we were talking and guess what I didn't know you sold her house too and it's like it's funny because a lot of them that are on my on my page they be, they become friends and they do it by normal osmosis it's not like a I'm pushing them together but they're very similar in the way that they Interact with people, how they care for people, and they're just really good folks. And we all just come together as a group.
1: Yeah, it looks like great place for family, like Orlando. I mean, of course, Disney World and all that yeah. stuff.
2: But I have some people too who come here with no intent of having children, mm-hmm. but they love Disney or they love just being in Florida. They love access to being able to go to, you know, the Caribbean. Very easily, you know, Dominican Republic, things like that, so I'm trying to make sure I facilitate and connect them to the lifestyles that they want.
1: Wow, I didn't even think of that. like it is super close to all those like Puerto Rico, Dominican, yes. Haiti, all those beautiful places. Wow,
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, Florida Keys, whatnot. Correct. Oh, that I was gonna ask you, um do you do do you sell houses on the beach too? I know Orlando is like in the middle but do you do anything on the coast?
2: Yes, so what happens is I've created a network of people just because me being online, people are asking me for other agents who may be similar to me. So I have like a small group of agents that I'm you know, putting together and connecting. So this year alone, I've already in the first quarter referred out over $3 million worth of real estate. So some are coming in from San Francisco. We had a huge influx from California moving into South Florida and Boca Raton, Fort Lauderdale, Jupiter. And I have agents that I've collaborated with um, that we're working together. It's like a great synergy. And I think that's going to be a concept that's going to involve post-COVID.
1: Yeah. Wow. San, like, San Francisco. Growth of it
2: you know, yeah, but I have like clients closing in Minnesota right now.
1: I bet. Yeah.
2: But they come here or they find me online and they're like, Nicole, I need somebody great in Panama City Beach or on the Treasure Coast or the Gold Coast, I mean, the Emerald Coast. So I'm able to connect them with these people and it gives me more insight to those locations too because they're like, Nicole, this is a hot new community coming up. If you have anybody who's interested in purchasing within this price point, we have them covered. We have the in-track on that community, let us know. So I'm able to connect them in a deeper level than just saying, oh, here's a one-off and send them to someone. So now in this year, I think my floridahomesandliving.com dot com website will connect more people than before.
1: Wow, that's cool. And people people are buying from just the virtual tour, like they're yes. Wow.
2: I I did two last year. I mean three total last year, and I've done two already this year.
1: Wow, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, because I mean, if you fly and then you check it out and you got to fly back home and yes it's yeah people are not really trying to fly back and forth too many times
2: well we just don't have the time now
1: yeah
2: yeah yeah certain homes are not going to last more than 24 hours wow and as i've educated them on that process and they visited with me they understand when they see a house they're like okay we know this one isn't going to go because my goal is not just to go ahead and sell them a house is educate them on what the possibilities are, what the price points are, and typically how much, how quickly those homes are going to go.
1: Wow. Wow. 24 hours. I mean, that's, that's, that's the, the new modern, like houses are flying. Like people, people are just, they want to move. Like how many, how much is your relocation like of your business right now? Is it, like most of your business or yes really? yeah
2: primarily um i would say right now it's not so much relocation it could be second home okay. so some people are staying in their primary locations but maybe often they come here three to four months out of the year yep. so not like a snowbird would but more of like a hey we're tired of our location Yep. And we want to change. Our kids want to change. A lot of people have gone from traditional school to virtual school. So yep. the, there's so many different options available to people. It's just me trying to facilitate and give them what they're looking for. But right now, I would probably say current market, we're dealing with about 70% is relocation.
1: Wow. And just do you have any people buying to do like Airbnb and stuff? Is that... Do they yes. do that in Florida?
2: We, we have people looking for. Mm. Sometimes the the margins aren't there from an investment standpoint
1: right. that
2: they're looking for, just because of the the price increases have been like through the roof in the last sixty days. Wow. But those there are locations that you can do the Airbnb concept. Right. They're very small locations because the city of Orlando and Orange County has put things in precaution to protect residential, ha- you know, homeowners that they're not dealing with that on a daily basis.
1: Well, that's good, because Airbnb kind of is going a little bit too much in San Francisco, I've heard. like, Well, I actually, mm-hmm. even when I lived there five years ago, yeah, it was like people were complaining it's too much. Like, So that's good. It's, I, they want to
2: safeguard it, so we're not becoming that, because we're known yeah. for tourism. Yeah. But the thing about Orlando is silently becoming a community of tech and um, people don't know that for the most part but they're trying to make sure they're safeguarding our residential so we're in a safe space.
1: That's good. I hope they do that. Do it
2: Do it right. is about an hour 15 minutes. Yep. So Daytona, New Smyrna Beach and that's a huge migration of people who live in Orlando yep. um, that last year they were like, you know, wanted to change of pace and we had some really affordable um, beachfront property in daytona beach and people you know could have took um took to lead and actually moved out there for a few months just to get a change of pace and and scenery but being located in orlando we we're able to access the beaches pretty quickly
1: wow hour that's like nothing we mm-hmm. could do that easily make a day yeah trip we do a lot, lot of day
2: trips in orlando
1: yeah wow mm-hmm. that's cool because I have family in Florida, they live by the big lake, Oke- Okeechobee. Okay, I don't As know. That's further
2: south. You're yeah. going into Port St. Lucie, yep. Jupiter, yep. but Okeechobee is really close in that treasure coast.
1: Yeah, it's a great place to live. Like, mm-hmm. All right, cool. Well, um, let me see. Could we, I want to ask you, like, when you first started real estate, how did you know, like, this is what I want to do? Like, this is. Did you get a feeling, or you just
2: no? That was it. Was not planned at all.
1: Yeah.
2: I don't know. Um, I started in banking because I had a degree in economics, graduating from Florida A&M University Mm -hmm. in Tallahassee. And I was like, okay, I want to be in banking. I love math. Um, I did love creativity but arts and things like that. But it was like, okay, how am I going to really have a future and a career? So I started with banking, that migrated me into being a mortgage broker for over 10 years. Right. And then when the crash happened, um, things changed quickly. And I had an opportunity to work with one of my clients who was a group of attorneys in Orlando on the larger attorneys and they did short sales. Mm-hmm. They I then be, became licensed as a real estate agent just to kind of kind of cover what I was doing, not so much to go out and you know be a, a brand or real estate agent. I was like, I never want to be a realtor. I feel super comfortable behind the scenes and understanding so many aspects of the real estate process. So for me, it was just kind of like a CYA kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and then one of my clients kind of out at me and she was like, Look, we want to work with you now. We we understand you you get this whole process. You've been wonderful to work with, but we're going to lead a company if you're not our agent. And we looked you up and we know your license and you're going to be our agent. So that was the first day I became like an agent and paid my realtor fees and things like that. And it kind of moved in from that direction just because I was already in this space, but it was never an intention of mine to be a real estate agent.
1: Wow. They're like, <laughs> I want you as my agent. You're going to sign me on this. Wow, that's cool. That's cool. I mean, yeah. that's cool. Because that's, I mean, that's what sales, like sales is sales. But, like, people going to buy from someone they because of who they are. Like, you know? So right. I could see that. I could see that. That's cool. And then, like, 20 years later, boom, you're like, building communities and helping people. Yeah, that was
2: never the intent either.
1: Yeah. I've always
2: had a love for, I've studied um, digital marketing since 2009 mm-hmm. and it's just been a been a passion of mine. So understanding data analytics, how things work, and then kind of merging the, the part about me loving photography, art, design, decor, it was like oh crap, this could be something I could really you know, monetize and grow in my business. So in, in the beginning, it was pretty confusing when I started the Instagram because people were like, well, do you sell real estate? And I'm like, yeah, I sell real estate, but they're like, you never really talk about it. And I'm like, yeah, I'm talking about it, but I'm not just showing listing after listing or, and as I migrated and, and, and changed it just, it was more beneficial for me. I'm not really concerned about what other agents are doing because I didn't understand that way they did things. I did my way on my own terms without judgment cause I really don't have any kind of competition to myself. I'm like constantly every day being a better person. That's the yeah. competition, you know?
1: I like that, I like that. Yeah, yeah, Only the competition yourself. So. But I noticed your photography skills, like when I, <laughs> I was like, ooh.
2: But if you look, I kept all of my old yeah. photography on there from when yeah. I my first Instagram post. And it's horrific. So I leave it on there for people to see the change and the growth because they're like, well, I can't take pictures like that. I'm like, I didn't either. You know, yeah. I would take classes and I would sit with a, a other my other photographer and I would ask her questions. And I'm like, Well, how did this picture turn out so well? And she would just educate me until the part about. This is what you're feeling. You're trying to evoke an emotion. You're trying to capture something, not just this house. Right. It's like, how do these people want to feel when they come in and phone? And that just shifted the mindset of everything when I started to move in a direction of, okay, we're not just selling a countertop. We yeah. want to see how people can live in a space and how they're able to see themselves in that space. So I started to take the photos in a way that was different, and I think that connected people.
1: I see it. I see it. I really, yeah, because I've looked at a lot of different real estate Instagrams, where I'm like, "Ooh, I like it. this one. Is like different. <laughs> this one's like." Thank you. Like, yeah, it's cool. It really brought me in. I was like, "Ooh, wow!" And I just kept looking. I was like, "Ooh, I like these angles. This, it's all like green and like lakes. Man, yeah." Yeah, a lot of those, I get Check dirty to
2: get those photos, though.
1: Yeah.
2: I have to get down on the ground a lot of times because right. I'm like, this is how people are going to be sitting on the side of their pool. Right. They're not just going to be standing straight up or whatever. They may be, you know, putting their feet in the water. Right. So I don't ever put myself in the water, but I get as close as I can to it so they can feel the, that water potentially splashing on them or yeah. on a hot day. They're hanging out with their friends and, you know, you know, on a Friday. So I like to give them Friday shots um, with the video of this could be you living here in Orlando.
1: Yeah, I felt it. I, was like, I like Orlando. <laughs> yeah. What's your Instagram? Was I Orlando Real Estate? Real estate. Yeah. Yes. yeah. All the listeners, check it out. If you guys want to copy her style, it'll be Man, it's, I yeah. love it, I love it. I'm looking at it right now. It's cool. <laughs> All right, so let's see, we got, I wanna do a little uh, word association. I like to do this at the end, but first let's, uh, I'll give you a chance. Let me see. Any, anything you wanna talk about your website or anything like that before we wrap it up?
2: Um. No. The website, of course, is my primary one that gives you all my channels, which is NicoleMickle.com. But then, like you were saying, on Instagram, I'm at Orlando Real Estate. Yeah. But I also started um, last year, a lot of my, my website, I mean, on the Instagram, we have the core. Yeah. And the core options that people can do once they renovate their homes. And I started a new blog, which is FloridaHomesAndLiving.com. Well, it's a, his own Instagram and everything. Um, but Pinterest and, and the Instagram are what's driving that blog right now. Yeah. But they can find out how to, you know, design their homes, get some decor options, and just, you know, think of being in Florida in a different way at how we design the homes. Because that's a big part of what I do as a service to the client is decor. decor.
1: I see that. I see that. It's lovely lovely decor yeah so
2: it was kind of like people were like what's this what's that and they wanted more decor but i'm like i can't just put decor on here when i'm talking about communities and things like that so i was like let me just push that off and put it onto a new a new blog and that website like i was saying Floridahomesandliving.com is really cool and i could have a lot of fun with that one.
1: nice nice wow you you're like all inclusive and take care of everything <laughs>
2: yeah i am
1: that's cool. Oh, yeah. Anyone moving to Orlando or even if you're moving anywhere else, still check it out because Orlando looks really nice right now. The way.
2: Yeah, but I have um, agents that I work with across the country yeah. that do what I do because the internet kind of connects us. Yeah. So I've met some really awesome people on Instagram that kind of do what I'm doing. They may do it on a smaller scale, and I'm kind of helping them ramp it up a little bit more to get them found because some some agents are really awesome and people are looking for them they just see themselves different from most of the people in their marketplace which is a good thing sometimes it's refreshing
1: well yeah i mean if they're an extension for uh extension (laughs) of you they must be good so
2: thank you so much i really appreciate it for
1: sure for sure all right so let's see let's do this word association game um So you could say one word or just talk about it, go off on a tangent, whatever you wanna do. So the first word is going to be niches, niches. Um,
2: needed in real estate. I think it's gonna be needed more in the future than it is now. General is not gonna get you anywhere. But okay. those those niches that you're creating and that you're covering and you're owning, it's what's going to be those riches later on.
1: Okay, nice. Good advice, good advice. Um, let's see. Insta, Instagram.
2: The thing that started for me, started everything for me.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I love Instagram.
1: Nice, nice. All right, um, let's see. Uh, networking.
2: Networking, I think. Modern networking is probably what I would say next. And then connecting to people that are very similar, like-minded, or maybe a little bit different, but networking is going to be needed, but more in a space online.
1: Yeah, yeah, what's going on right? it's going online.
2: The traditional way, I don't see it, like, surviving.
1: Right, right, the like cocktail parties and all
2: that. I mean, you could probably have some, but it's going to generate from something like, okay, I met them online, but I want to get to know them more personally, in person. That could be the angle that I see moving forward, but not the traditional, like, just let a whole bunch of people go. People are really crafting who they want to connect to and why. They were forced to do that last year. I think they found that this was better in certain ways, and they're going to keep honing in on
1: it. Yeah, yeah. Everything's going online. Let me see. i am do a few more. Um, mm-hmm. um let's see, relocating.
2: Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be the cornerstone of everything, not just for real estate, but for people because people want to live a different kind of lifestyle, a happier lifestyle. Yeah. So businesses are seeing things in different vantage points and perspectives that they've never explored before. And I think that's gonna change the traject, you know, the trajectory moving forward.
1: Yeah, yeah. True. So many people working from home now, they just they need a yes. good house. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to live in a in a big like traditional city anymore. You could go to Florida. <laughs> yeah.
2: Or you can go to Montana.
1: Montana too. Yeah, North Carolina. <laughs> Yeah, just uh the last one I did uh, podcast, I did some guys from uh, Houston, Texas. And I said everyone from California is moving out there too. Yep. There's a lot of people just going for the for the optimal conditions for their for their life, for their family. Yes.
2: Everybody's kind of moving in a direction of not really what everybody else is doing. It's more about what we want to do and then living a happier lifestyle. It's not this, oh, I need to work five days
1: to enjoy two days it's like why not enjoy seven days yeah oh my god that's what it's about yeah yeah that's what i'm here for make it
2: happen
1: yeah 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 Yeah. time is more important than money now and happiness is the most important thing exactly
2: yeah that's the key
1: yeah don't want to work burn yourself out you got money but you're you lost all that time you know yeah
2: yeah I mean, but I think it's bringing people together in a better way. Yeah. They're not just making time with people that they really don't care to spend their time with. Yeah. They're focused on just telling people the truth. No, I'm not interested. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be doing something fun this weekend. It's like, before you would go to a lot of engagements that you felt like this is needed for networking mm-hmm. or for whatever, but it's just open an eye to so many things and possibilities out there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, working smarter, not harder, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, let me see. Should we do one more? Let's do one more. Um, Let's go with um, Orlando.
2: I think it's going to be a key city for the future that people are underestimating in a different ways. They're only kind of highlighting what we're known as for a lifestyle component. It's interesting how Californians are finding it to be something that they never thought, you know, they would like and they, they are liking it. But in addition to, I think Orlando's gonna be more of an epicenter of science and tech that people are not anticipating. I've seen the growth in the last three years going in that direction because I kind of have more of a up close and personal, you know, view of it because I'm working with people who can't really disclose where they work, but they will tell me they're into autonomous, you know, cars. Um, we have several that are right here in Orlando that people don't even know about. Mm. And they're like, I'm like, where's which car? You know, they're like, it's a big car manufactured. This is not something that's coming in the future. It's right now. And this is like three years ago, mm. a client of mine who relocated from Mobile, Alabama, but it's just, you just don't know. And I think Orlando is gonna be um, one that the general population would just be unexpected, but I see the influx of, you know, venture capitalists as well as hedge funds that are coming here and they see the potential because they know what's coming
1: yeah yeah cool well thank
2: you so much yeah
1: thanks nicole um we will we'll talk again soon hopefully somewhere around the line and uh um yeah good luck with your um, business and everything and uh keep doing what you're doing because it feels great to just like I don't know. You got a good vibes. I like it. I like <laughs> Thank it. <It's> cool. you. <laughs> On the next episode of the Real Estate Masters Summit podcast, so so the pandemic changed advertising for good. I think, right? I don't. It we're not going back to to business cards and billboards, you know.
0: Yeah, well, that's a great point because I mean, yeah, we're. We're we're far more remote these days when we're working, and I do believe that that trend may remain at least a hybrid of it. You know, so the working work life sort of situation, I'm sure that it will have some sort of uh, hybrid as as things get back to normality. Um, but yes, that there's a lot of implications for how how these how property business advertise themselves now. So I, in my mind, there are two things that happen because of it. One. The, these more traditional outdoor mediums have probably lost some value because we are outdoor less um we and and we are far more engaged on our phone all of us right. Right. right and and because we are far more engaged on our on our phone and because the the lockdown across the world in its different forms forced us it, it created a leapfrog effect where us as consumers had to go online to buy groceries and to, transact with things that we did uh, offline, mm-hmm. right? So, so there has been this like ramp of uh, this leapfrog effect. And that, that, that's very meaningful for property businesses, right? So when property and businesses market themselves, they should strongly consider that consumers, that buyers and sellers are far more trusting of a digital environment, social environment for their big transactions.